All right, we're recording and we're ready to go. Hey folks, this is another episode of the 4099 podcast. Uh, Nick is looking real crazy. I don't know why, but uh, this is your hosts, Demond and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to just keep the theme going of Nick doing intros and uh, Nick will, will, Nick will hand, handle this intro. All right. It's a good pass off. I appreciate that. I'm going to be a ball hog for a while uh, while we're pushing the series on global community. Uh, And with that today, I'd like to welcome our cousin from across the pond, Mr. Sean. Hello, Sean. If you wouldn't mind, say hey to the folks. Introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Uh, Yeah, as uh, Nick and Dima said, uh, the colonial cousin from across the pond. Uh, I'm currently in, in London right now. Uh, it's it's evening time. It's dark. So I, I, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. But thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's a real honor to be here. It is our pleasure entirely. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, I know England in general. See, I've never been uh, to England. I actually just well, when I say that, I mean like I haven't actually stayed in England. I've had many connecting flights through London and stuff like that, but. I watch a lot of, man, don't even get me started. Don't clown me for this, folks. But uh, I watch a lot of um, gardening shows and gardening documentaries and stuff like that. So uh, I know in England, gardening is really, really huge. I watch a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of Dom, uh, the legend Dom. Forgot his last name, but, uh, or no, Monte, Monte. Um, Monte something. But... I'm chopping up the name here. Sean is confused, but anyway, it's it's uh, this dude, super cool, uh, super cool Brit uh, from 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 England, and he uh, he's really really famous in like the gardening scene and stuff like that. And uh, I got a lot of the information. I got a lot of information like regarding not only like <laughs> obviously like gardening is huge in 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 in, in uh, England, but also. The weather there is always fucking, uh, I don't know, like, over, yeah, like shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I was going to ask you how the, how, how's the weather there right now? Shit. Um, <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's, it's been very gray, very cloudy today. So you, kind of what you dissociate with, with London, it has been raining off and on, um, to be fair, like throughout the week, we had a mixture of like really sunny days and then Rick just torrential downpours mm. so you just don't really know what you're going to get actually no you do know what you're going to get it's going to be shit and when you <laughs> when it's not shit you think it's not shit now it's going to be shit later so <laughs> let's just not go outside for a while so that's pretty much winter in england uh, in a very small nutshell but dima you're right gardening's massive here um i have no idea who you're on about uh, in terms of that don dude you know what? never gonna... heard of him um, to not look like a complete idiot, um, before you, jump, you guys keep on talking. Before you jump down any more fucking rabbit holes, I got to get a top pop in. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Pop the top. I, I can't do it alone. Pop the top. Let's pop the top. Yeah. God, come on. Oh, that was satisfying. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. I told you it was good. Why that's are you drinking good. it from... He's drinking it from the backside. He's like letting it come, like you know the the hole on the top of the can. He's got the hole facing away, yeah. and then he's, come on, man. D- don't critique. Come on. Don't critique. 
What, Come did, on. what is that technique? What no, is the critique? No, I'm I'm with Nick on this one. Dima, what the hell are you doing, man? That's gonna go <laughs> all over you. You've got a nice gray t-shirt on. That's gonna be Thank damp you. by the end of this. You're gonna, Calvin Klein, I, I appreciate you're gonna it. attract bees and ants. <laughs> <sighs> hey, listen, it's winter time. There's not a lot of insects. We're good. But you guys keep talking. I'm gonna figure out who the hell this what the hell this guy's name is. Actually. Yeah, I'm 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 really intrigued to find out who this guy is. <laughs> All right, so the whole premise of this is for us to learn a little bit more about your your stature of government and how you feel about it. Um, so yeah. from, from the top, like, what's the rundown? How how do your how do your powers operate? How, what's the policy? Um, it kind of depends on on like what level you want to you want to talk about. You want to talk about the top level of, of of government, whether it's the two political parties or you know every kind of I mean, then every city got, has got their mayor, kind of similar to you guys, that can kind of not run autonomously, but, you know, they've got a certain sense of power that they don't always have to report to the government. Um, and then you've got smaller councils that operate within kind of cities and the jurisdictions around cities as well. So it's, it's, it's multi-tiered, it's confusing, much like your own political system. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean... I would say the majority of the young people kind of like my age below and then maybe above as well are deeply um, unhappy with the political system and have been for, for some time. It, do, it does feel like our voices haven't really been heard for, for a lot of my lifetime. Uh, I would say probably the time when we could start to vote, our, our voting hasn't really been taken into account just because the older generations are still kind of very stuck in their ways and it's a case of that kind of turnover of kind of political ideology hasn't manifested in the way that the younger generation wants yet. Kind of like observing what happened in your election a couple of weeks ago, it was horrifying, but also brilliant at the same time, because you've still got a large majority of people who are still voting for that terrifying human being. Um, but then you've also got a lot of people who are stepping up to the plate and are wanting their voices to be heard and they, they want to evoke change. I don't think in, in Britain, I don't think we're there yet. I think it's still, we're still stuck. And hopefully witnessing what happened in your country a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, we may get to that point where we can think, hey, if 75 million Americans can get rid of a terrible human being, then we can get rid of our own terrible human being and maybe start kind of evoking that change that we want. So what I mean, is... Did that answer your question? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to dig into that a little deeper. So you have a, a bipartisan government, correct? Yeah. Uh, what are the two sides? I mean, there, there, are, there, is, there, there are several different parties, though. So it's not like a two-horse race. There are several different ones. But at the moment, it's kind of Labour versus Conservative, which is similar to kind of Democrat versus Republican. Okay. Um, you said it's Labour? You call it Labour? The Labour Party, yeah. Really? Yeah, they're, they're called the Labour Party, yeah. What is that about? I don't, I don't just, understand. Just think. Just um, originally, it kind of stemmed, it kind of like stemmed from like the working class. I think the kind of the, the, that's where the roots of that kind of party stem from. Okay. And traditionally, they have stood for the kind of the the working to working middle class parties. They've always kind of had that kind of mindset. But 
over the last 20 years, they have kind of shifted from that kind of like socialist ideology to somewhere nearer to central. But the kind of conservative, so the Republican side of things have, have always been that slightly more far right. But some of their policies have, can fit somewhat centrally as well. It's tricky because there is some overlap, but there is, they're still very distinct, I can say. Okay. And then, so London, does it, so you still have like your royal family. We kind of got into this with Sweden because they also were once yeah. ruled by a, a royal family. Uh, and what is their, what is their, their place in all of government? Um, a lot of people do think of the royal family as a tourist attraction. And I am very much of that viewpoint. I mean, a lot of people come to the UK, London specifically to, you know, go to Buckingham Palace, see the changing of the guard. Oh, I thought it was go. for. I thought it was for Arsenal games. No, we're not talking about Arsenal. That's a whole different. That's a whole different podcast. That is. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but in my head, I don't ever call it Buckingham Palace. I just call it the Ham Palace. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know where that comes from, but I I call it Ham Palace. Ham. Like H A M, like pig, like like you know, a cut of pig, you know. Maybe you're thinking. I don't get it. Like, maybe I've never had that. Maybe you just don't like the queen, and you're calling her a pig. That's fucked up. I'm I'm not calling the queen a pig. I, mean, <laughs> I think she's pretty all right. I mean, I don't know her personally, but I I haven't seen her do anything offhand. You know. She's. Uh, how old? I don't know. Like, how old? Oh is she? God! Oh man, she must be in her 90s now but the thing is right everyone focuses on the queen being really old but her husband is even older than she is this is true is but he looks it he looks like he's like been dug up to be fair <laughs> she actually looks really good for 90s i mean yeah like like so like is he technically the king uh no i don't i I don't really know the semantics of the royal family that well because I've never really been. I mean, I admire them in, in a way, but I don't know too much kind of about. So yeah, technically he's not the king. No, he's just that is wild because in my head, if you marry, weird, yeah, you marry the queen. By God, you're the king, and to be anything lesser just seems like a smack in the face. I think because he's kind of because she, I don't you know, yeah, because she was kind of queen i think before they married or something maybe that's why that's weird i don't know yeah it's a bit weird it's it it, it gets into uh family trees you know yeah and then so like i also had this like weird disconnect where like you have the united kingdom and mm -hmm. is that different than britain no no it's the same thing okay yeah um, and then, like, so the the UK is Britain. Yes. All right. So the United yes. Kingdom. Thank you for that. That's a huge like question in my mind. Just the thing that always cool. thing that always like kind of like confuses me isn't the I mean isn't the UK thing or the Britain thing. It's the um, it's the fact that like there's like this huge history of the kingdoms in that region where like you had you like Ireland, Scotland, England, right? And it's always yeah. been like such a weird kind of 
shifts in history where there's like you know like in my mind i've always been confused as to like fuck man there's so many kings and queens and this and that going on you know what i mean that all that always gets yeah, yeah. so but uh, i mean you also kind of forget that there's also wales as well which kind of has yes. their own slight autonomy as well so they've kind of got their own they haven't got their own they've, they've got their own government but they also report into the main government for the uk same situation as scotland and northern ireland as well but republic of ireland is separate from us um right. a bit awkward um because i think at, at one point we know we definitely did own it at one point <laughs> own it god that sounds terrible doesn't it <laughs> we we owned ireland um God, I'm gonna, I've, I've got part Irish family, so if they hear me talking about that, I'm going to get lynched next time I come over. But no, they are very much kind of separate now. Yeah, you don't, you don't yeah. want, you don't well, want Conor McGregor coming after you. Well, history is history, you know. Facts are facts. Yeah. They don't have opinions, you know. And uh, all right, so I mean, like I, I've listened to a lot of like podcasts and NPR, and I understand that like there's been a lot of problems with like we'll say mainland Britain and like in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as like MI6 and like the I, was IRA and yeah. like a bunch of bombings and like rebellions and stuff. So like, do you, do you guys still see any of that stuff today? Um, or very, not? very little of it, um, which is, which is a good thing. Cause there was a, a period in kind of the seventies and eighties where there was a lot of destruction, terrorism within kind of Northern Ireland and, and the Republic of Ireland. There was a lot of contention there. And it was, it was really scary. Like, I, was, I wasn't around at that point, but you kind of hear about it and you read about it. And like, my dad was born in Dublin and you know, he, was, he wasn't a part of it or anything like that, but he, like, he, he grew up with that. And when he eventually moved over to, to London, uh, it was kind of like mid eighties. So I think it was kind of at that, I don't know if it was at the point where the IRA had kind of started to peter off and things were starting to settle and that kind of the times of peace where we're coming in but i think if he ever started to talk in a public place or um yeah he would kind of get funny looks and people would think oh shit should i be worried um which is i mean that's that's scary for for any kind of new person in in any city but if you've got kind of like a if bad things have been happening in in your own country and then people start to think shit am i sitting next to a terrorist like that's like, no one should ever have to feel like that. It's, it's terrible. Even when he, he, he spoke about it a few times, but he's kind of like, fuck, you went through that? That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine, uh, we we're kind of talking off record before we started recording and about Israel a little bit, but I was like, imagine Israel in, I mean, still now, but like in the 2000s when, you know, shit was really popping off over there. You know, you had like still yeah. to this day, every time you go to Israel, and I'm told this by everyone every single time, just to like get the point across is like, if you see something on the street, don't touch it. Call the bomb squad. If you see a backpack or if yeah, you see this, I get that, you I see get that. that too. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it is, it is very, very like real. Exactly. It's real. It's very yeah. real. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, thank you that was yeah yeah thanks for breaking that down for us there's a lot of yeah a lot of people here in the states where you know it's funny because you know england right island right but a lot of times (laughs) we notice ourselves as 
you know, people living in America that we live on a very isolated island as well. You know, it's like this yeah. island, like America only, you know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, a lot of the time, you know, we speak, I, I find myself speaking to a lot of people about different cultures, different people. And a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of people that I talk to have no, like no clue about, you know, England or how things work there or even yeah. even like Nick was saying like uh, like some people don't know that you know the UK and Britain are the the same place or like these small little things that should be obvious to a person that's living in a world <laughs> it's like a lot of these a lot of these a lot of these things uh, uh you know they get kind of swept under the rug they right. go unseen yeah, yeah. and it, it's yeah I mean like it's, it's, it's a testament to you guys without sounding like a bit of an ass kisser, but the fact you're actually wanting to go out of your way to actually learn and listen to someone who's kind of from here is a testament to your willingness to be so open, which, I mean, it's, oh, it, it, it's fantastic, to, to be fair. So the, the fair play to you guys for, for, for doing it. Uh, this, this feeds our souls, man. Like, honestly, like, nice. because the, the, the big picture here with the 49.9 is to, envision a world bigger than yourself and understand that you have a place in that world, you know, to, to build this sense of community that we are all here together and it's best if we work together and try to like solve yeah. our fucking problems so that we can maybe make it to the year 499. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, also, you know, something that Nick said, that's really just, again, that drives this machine, right. That drives this podcast that drives our passion for doing this is the listeners and the viewers and just how willing and open-minded they are to give us uh, their time and listen to every, I mean, we have p people that are listening to every single episode and just always constantly asking us, Hey, are you guys dropping today? What time are you guys dropping? And, wow. you know, and cool. so it's like, you know, we do this, not, we do this, I mean, not only to open our own minds, but also to, to kind of share this experience with the beautiful, beautiful folks listening and viewing these episodes. And, you know, you just gave us a compliment. Let us give you a compliment back. Thank you truly for, for, for opening up not only to us, to, but to also the, everyone that's listening and viewing this and being so um, willing to teach us, you know? And yeah, I, I should probably family. caveat that to anyone who's listening. I am in no, by no means an expert. So what I might say might actually be wrong. So. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there, just in case, because you never hey, know. Some I could, yeah. A lot, a lot of the stuff I'd say might actually be wrong. So just listen. Just, the great, just, just, yeah. The great thing about the great thing about uh, this age that we live in is technology, brother. Just anyone, if you want to fact check anything, click that little tab, <laughs> go on to Google and check it yourself. You know, so yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's okay to be wrong. I honestly mm -hmm. like that. That's the human factor. You know, we could all be wrong about everything and you know, yeah. the sciences could collapse. We could have had all those theories and hypothesis fucked up and you know, then the, the reality collapses and guess what? We all lived inside of a peach and we just got eaten by a fucking mongoloid. And everyone's name is James. Yeah. Um, nice. But going back to the very beginning of the episode, make it a full circle here so that people don't think I'm a complete idiot. Uh, the guy's name that I was talking about is Monty Don, and he is a world-renowned gardener. 
He's world renowned. And uh, he has the most beautiful fucking golden retriever or lab, whatever it is. But he's really cool because he, that's, you know, that's. Now, now, do people follow him because he's cool and does good things or because he's got a neat dog? Both. Yeah, right. It's be one <laughs> or the other. Both. They actually have, it's, it's really, really. Uh, oh, I've, I've literally just Googled him and I've recognized him, but yeah. I'd be fucked if I've ever watched the gardening show, man. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Sean. I, I'm not watching any. I'm listen, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a nerd, man. Yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, in like, in if you've got a nice garden now, you you're you're clued up to make it even nicer. So fair play. Yeah, I, I honestly, I imagine he's had a lot of extra time to work on that shit. So I'm not like I'm not as impressed. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, no, no. Um, all right. So another part of this is I want to get into is uh, your taxation and and your like your health system, like because the world's sure. like I would say globally, uh, comparing to the U.S., we got it fucked up. We're not doing too hot. Our health system is somewhere deep in the dumps here, and it's probably on fire. Well, to be mm-hmm. fair, to be fair, because um, I, I find you know I find that we've been kind of and and, you know very rightfully so shitting on the u.s system but to be fair and to give it a little bit of credit a lot of the time that to give it credit not everyone died well no not everyone died yeah exactly but to be fair a lot of the time whenever we speak about something that we're in it's a lot easier to shit on and look at another place and say no that's the way it should be done but are you you saying it's easy to say the grass is greener on the other side yes but it's also to recognize a soup sandwich when you see one. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this to, to make it be known that we're not. I mean, the point of this isn't to literally just shit on U.S. policies and how how things yeah. are here. The point is to inform people of the difference between the U.S. ways of handling things as in in, in comparison to on this episode. Uh, England's right, and so yeah. The, the, so you say you make your mo- your own mind up. Make your own mind up. That's the point of this. Uh, this whole thing is is for you to kind of just listen to us and make your own mind up. But having said that, uh, it is a very hot topic here in the states. A lot of people are always constantly talking about and comparing is the fact yeah. that in the U.S., like the system that's put into place here is you know, insurance, you got to, you know, uh, you got to pay like an exorbitant amount of money to go to school, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of systems that we're constantly just essentially paying like half of our check to, right. Uh, or not half of our check, but you know, a, a, a huge amount of money to, um, and whereas in Europe it's, uh, education's free, right. The, 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 the uh well in some well, let, in most him, countries let him handle it okay i will let him handle it but i'm i'm just i'm just opening up the dis- Dima, i'm just opening up the Dima, table it is discussion. time for you to pass the ball all right i'm passing the ball to sean sean take it away Fuck. okay so technically what you said about education being free in the uk that's wrong we actually the so what i mean we pay for education at a university level so we pay kind of similar to you but it's way, way cheaper. And at one point it actually was free. And like, I think that was back in 
I don't know when exactly the fees started coming in, but they were really minimal kind of back in like the 70s and 80s. And they started just they were increasing and increasing. And then when I went to university, I was the last kind of year group, as it were, that got the cheaper fees. So I paid about three grand a year um, for university. So I ended up having about nine grand's worth of debt plus more debt for like living expenses, etc. And then the year after, so the, the, the year group that went to university after me had to pay £9,000 a year. So that wow. tripled the year after. So there was a lot of, a lot of kind of contention about that. And pe uh, uh, students and, and even members of like staff at university went apeshit mm. when, when that came. And there was a lot of protest, but it didn't, it, unfortunately, it didn't actually go away. And we see ourselves now in, in a society where, we're kind of, where, where COVID has affected a lot. Um, and we see universities still operating, but like, like this. So the, these, these poor kids are still paying nine grand a year for this. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's, everyone's kind of like, it's probably the same thing in, in the States where kids are paying 50, 60 grand a year and they're getting this. It's just like, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. But this, the, the schooling system is, is, is fantastic at a university level. I mean, you hear about your Oxfords and your Cambridges and stuff like that who are brilliant, but then you've also got universities at slightly lower levels who do fantastic things in specific areas, kind of, again, similar to you guys, where, you know, there are some, some universities are really good at doing law degrees, or you've got some, some universities are really good at um, English degrees, and then there's ones that are brilliant at science, et cetera, et cetera. And then some of the kind of classic universities are called red bricks, they're called red brick universities so kind of like the ones that have been institutions for a really really long time so like your yale and your harvard would could be considered a red brick because they've been around for so long their institutions etc but then some kind of the, the the newer institutions who are kind of more tapped into how the world works and they haven't got those those um what's the best way of putting it Kind of those 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 traditions and things like that they're they're slightly removed from them and so they're more progressive so you've got a nice balance between between the two and all it takes is you doing well in your exams you get an offer um you accept it and if, if you do well in your exams you can yeah you, you go there but you get you get a choice of you get to choose put like five in your in like kind of like your thing so you choose five and they give you offers before you sit your exams and you've got to meet those offers and then now, uh, in England, uh, I'm actually not familiar with this at all. I mean, the only thing I know about universities over there is pretty much like uh, a buddy of mine went to Manchester, like mm. university or whatever, but, uh, and he was telling me a couple of things about that university, but I'm curious as to, is it, is, is, uh, it expected for everyone to go to university kind of like it is here in the States, or do you have uh, a bigger population kind of finishing up high school or that higher kind of, uh, what is it? Junior, junior high or whatever the hell it's called. Anyway, it's like, the, is, is it called high school in England? Like just. Yeah. So we've got high school and then confusingly we call it college, which is the bit before university. So for you guys, it's, it's like, but you call your higher education, college right but you also call it university so, right. Right. so we also right. we also have like junior colleges and from those you can acquire up to an associate's yeah degree okay um, 
Now your degrees are the same. You know, you still have your associates, your bachelor's, masters, and whatnot. Doctor, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So as long as, like it's odd that we're all on that same level with the higher education. Yeah, yeah. Call it, but the, the the breakdown, like the lower education, I feel like it gets a little different. It's it's confusing. So like where I went to school, I went to we call them secondary schools, but they're high schools. So. And my high school had a something called a sixth form college kind of attached to it. So instead of um, me, so a lot of the time you can go to your high school and then go to a college for two years to get your A-levels to go to university. So you can stay in your high school for, how many years is it? Five? Yeah, five years. And then you can go to a college um, or you can, some schools have a sixth form college where you stay in the same place for the other for the extra two years to get your A-levels to go to university. I, I was fortunate enough to go to a high school that had an, a, an adjoining sixth form college. So I stayed in the same high school for seven years, which is, I guess, what you guys do. You stay in the same high school for seven well, years? Well, no, 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 no. So uh, it, it is different from state to state, argue, uh, right. like, like to a degree. And um, it's different also what kind of school you're going to if you go to a private school versus public school. yeah that's us that's a huge contender right yeah. there if you go into a private school you'll probably be there k through 12 is what yeah. we call it you know, kindergarten first grade wow. okay through 12th grade um but um public school generally goes kindergarten um first second third and fourth and fifth elementary uh in elementary school and then it levels up mm -hmm. one step to middle school which, which is like by the way the weirdest thing for me it's like it's three also, grades of just randomness well it, it they catch you in those like early developmental years where you're beginning to like approach your adolescence and so like yeah you'll, you'll start sixth seventh and eighth and um some schools do ninth some yeah, yeah. and and the, that's that barrier wow. there yeah. and then traditionally you'll you'll approach high school for nine through 12 and, and just yeah so that, that middle school step is miserable because everybody's going through their own fucking shit and it's just the cesspool of the awkward years of puberty and then you've got like older teachers that are just over this shit and people are like pissy yeah. and sad and fuck that man oh yeah, that's where that's where kids get beat up for the first time. Oh man, it's a <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I, right. I so did. yeah, so sorry to kind of caveat there a little bit, but so in, in answer to your question, Dima, the do is there a kind of an onus for people to go to university? Yes, not not everyone has to. Like, it's not a requirement or anything like that. But I think since the increase in um, the fee for university the want and the need for people to actually go to university has gone down considerably, but people are still, they still want to go because they still want that piece of paper that says, I have been to this place for three, four years, whatever. I've got this degree. I've worked hard for it. Give me a job. Right. Um, but there is, I mean, a lot of jobs these days don't really require that. You don't, you don't really need a degree these days. I mean, the, the job that I'm in at the moment, um, I didn't need a, a degree for, I could have done it. I, I could have not gone to university. Like I just, I, I mean, you could argue I've wait, I wasted three years of, of my life and a lot of money, but a lot of people see university as those formative years is where you meet fantastic people. You experience things for the first time. 
you move away from home and stuff like that. So for you, for university, people kind of remove the education side of things and they focus on the life experience side of it. And that, that, that for me was, was important, but it was also important because I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life yet. So I was just like, I want to go to a place where I can learn things, get to a point where, okay, now I'm ready to figure out. Hold that thought, Sean. What I want to do in my life. And that's what in this country. Mayday. Mayday. Uh, wait, no. I think we're back. Yeah, you're good. You're back. Everything's good. That was terrifying. You you turned into a cyborg like <laughs> for a minute, and wow. Yeah, you're good now. You're loud and clear. Welcome back. I, now, that, yeah, because you guys froze. I was just like, God, am I really that boring? Because you guys aren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're in your zone, man. We're we're really like listening, listening, man. Uh, but. Could you, um, could you repeat that last just piece that you were talking about? Because you, you, it was cutting in and out. Okay, so yeah, so university um, for a lot of people in this country is, we, 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 I mean, a lot of people do focus on the education side of things, but for a lot of people, it's the life experience. It's for a lot of people, it's that moving away from home for the first time. You get to experience new things, meet new people, try different skills, etc. And for me. I didn't focus on the education side of things as much as I should have done. Or, and, but I, you know, I, I met some amazing people. I, you know, I did some amazing things and it was, it became those formative years that are really important because at 18 years old, how are you supposed to fucking know what you want to do for the rest of your life? It's so difficult. No, and like, you've got like this, this pressure from society and to, to, to really, make you want to think, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a businessman, whatever. I, but that's, that's really difficult as, as an 18 year old. So for university, it's kind of putting a pause on that. Fuck, what am I going to do with my life? Where you can go, you know, you can go party. You can, you know, do try new sports or, you know, meet the love of your life. If, if, if that happens kind of thing. So for university, it's, it's, it's a plethora of different things as to why people go. Education is definitely up there, but it's the fun things as well that people go to university for, essentially. Now, now in, there in, was, in my opinion. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's uh, several points there that you that you that we we all touched on there um, uh, that that I feel like I definitely want to comment on the first one being the classic argument of whether you should go to college or not. Right. This comes up a lot, a lot, especially when you're in college, it, 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 it's, it's a question that I found myself asking almost every semester. Right. And so uh, I feel like it's important to highlight that, like to make it clear, you don't need to go to college for a lot of different things. Actually, statistically speaking, and I have looked at the stats, I don't know number wise, but I have looked at the stats and people can fact check me on this. People actually end up using their minor more than their ma major a lot of the time. Okay. 
So, uh, so yeah, that just get that just like blows a lot of people's minds because you know here I am spending a boatload of money and spending a lot of time in class working towards mm -hmm. specializing in this one thing, and you're telling me that I'm not even going to be able to use that thing and it's going to be the thing that I spent less time on that I actually get the job for right so that's something that's very important to mention also um kind of going along with the topic of college isn't necessary for some people uh it gets into looking at very successful people without college right you have you always have your yeah. uh, you always have your you know uh uh what's that uh, Apple, Apple, Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs, right? You have Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Did, did, didn't yeah. Warren Buffett not go to college as well? So I don't know. I'm just making up shit now. I mean, a lot, a lot of very successful people didn't need to go to college because yeah. they already had a good head on their shoulders, right? It's like they knew, and even if they didn't know, they knew that they were hey. really excited about certain things. The McDonald brothers didn't go to college. Yeah, the McDonald brothers didn't go to. No, I'm not going to do that. McDonald <laughs> brothers didn't go to college, you know, and we're good, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's, that's a very important thing to say now going along with your point and just reiterating it because you already put it so precisely and so rightly, uh, a lot of people do need college. A lot, I mean, a lot of the time we hit 18, we hit 19, we're super young. We don't know what the fuck is going on with the world. We don't know who we are in relationship to the world. So we do need that three or that, that two or that four year period where we, fuck yeah, I want to party. Fuck yeah, I want to meet new people. Hell yeah, I want more structure in my life so I can actually figure out how to work with this pressure and with this structure and with these exam schedules and, and stuff like that. So college is necessary for a lot of people. So, um, so yeah, that was, that's, something that I really, really found important that we should reiterate. Second reiteration that I feel like to me and Nick, you can chime in as well, um, that we need to touch on is, um, I'm not chiming in. You got this. <laughs> You're oh, Nick, I want to hear your opinion too. Well, yeah, Nick, I mean, go ahead, dude. Oh man. Fuck. What? Go. I know. <laughs> I know. I know you got some to blow off with that. Oh, I, I, all right, so uh, yes, I agree. It's a really good developmental opportunity for someone's personal life and you know knowing themselves. Um, but I, I agree with there being other avenues of doing that as well. Like for me, I, I learned more about myself and my fellow man. And, and women, I suppose, but there weren't a lot on submarines uh, or any, uh, but by joining the military, honestly, like that, that was like the biggest worldview I could have ever like just taken to the head. Just life. It's, it's scary. It never stops. Oh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, and, and so like, you know, I would, I would say to anybody like, um, you know, if you're not a conscious objector, um, jump into that. Like you can get a desk job and never have to hurt anybody in your life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All the way. I, th I think I, I would say as well, like when it comes to, you know, your, your life plan and what's presented in, in front of you, if you go to university and for the first year, you don't click with it for whatever reason. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, I've already, you know, spent that boatload of money. 
I need to see it out. If, if, if in your heart and your head, you're thinking this isn't right for me, don't be afraid to take that jump and try something else because university is always going to be there. You see stories of, of you know, 75 year olds who only got a high school diploma who then go off to college to get that degree. There's no, there shouldn't be a time period in which to do anything. If, you, if, if it doesn't feel right at that moment in time, sometimes having the courage to actually step away from that is such a testament to someone's character. But yeah, and then, then, but then you've, got the, you've got to try and figure out what you want to do next. And that's scary because, as you said, Nick, the world is fucking terrifying. It is, it's constantly moving. It's constantly changing. And trying to figure out where you fit in life Without missing the bus. Terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But don't feel like, I mean, if you do miss the bus, fuck it. Sometimes there's three buses on the way or whatever. Exactly. But I mean, yeah, there's always I, another one. I don't, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think people worry that people put a huge amount of pressure on themselves to, okay, I need to do this by 25. I need to be this. I need to have kids. Blah, 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 blah. But fuck the roadmap just do 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 what do what feels right and if, it, if it's not fitting right then figure out why and then start to figure out the next the next path amen to that uh it, it's it's an errand to to try to like script your life and it, it it obviously or i would say it it really goes according to plan in the first place and it, it's kind of uh kind of a practice in uh what is it called um Something that's not going to happen. Inevitability. Inevitability. Or, or no, 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 that's no. something that will happen eventually. Um, so the opposite of inevitability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a to practice in fruitility. No, no. Uh, there's a saying. People I, understand what we're trying to say. Yeah. In the moment. Uh, well, that that's the point. That's the take home is to live in the moment, do what feels right, and yeah. you you'll know your thing when you find it. If it you know if it really speaks to you, you'll know it. And yeah. Exactly. Kind of put the nail in a coffin on my end the uh this specific point is like a lot of the time it's actually like for some people healthier to not go to college because i found myself in college i i got stuck in the trap i got stuck under the roof you know like i got towards the end you of got, college you got Nicki minajed i got Nicki minaj i don't even know where what what's the reference yeah what the hell is that Bees in the trap, boys. Oh, bees in the trap. Yeah, I got stuck in the, I got stuck you know, in the trap. And bitches me, ain't shit, and they ain't saying nothing. Yeah, I mean, like, listen. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, towards the end, the back end of my, you know, my college experience, I found myself looking at the world and being even more scared of it than even in the beginning because I was like, holy shit. I've done, I've just done so many classes and I, I have a, I have a all right feeling about what I want to do, but it's like even more terrifying now than it was in the beginning. So a lot of the time, again, reiterating the point, you don't need college. Sometimes it's, it's healthier for you to actually go out into the world without college and have to face that earlier than it is later, you know? So yeah. it's like, you know, so that's the thing that I've learned in the business school here at UNCG is that it's important to fail fast. That way you know what doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Like, I believe that if I'm going to fuck it up, let me fuck it up now so I don't get down the road when I really need to count on this and it fell on me, you know? Yeah. 
But yeah. Um, so I think we've kind of beaten that horse in the head enough. <laughs> um, let's, let's change gears up here. Uh, what's your taxation like? Um, to be honest, you only, I don't know too much about taxes in the sense that they come out of my, out of my paycheck once a month and they do, they do pretty good things. I mean, the, the, the majority of them, like they're kind of split between, you know, I mentioned at the beginning, kind of, we've got those, those different kind of tiered systems. You've kind of got the main government and then you've got kind of mayorships and then councils and stuff. So the majority of the taxation will go to the councils to pay for things like um, refuse collection and just general maintenance of roads, etc. And then uh, some of the proportion uh, called national insurance will go to towards funding the NHS. So our, uh, our fantastic well-being health system that I hope sticks around forever and doesn't revert to your system, frankly speaking, because it would be awful. Um, and then yeah, so it's kind of split between all these amazing things that we kind of forget about and we, um, and we do take for granted. So I, I don't see our taxation system as, as, as a massive issue. I think, you know, taxes are important. Yes, they're a pain in the ass when you see, oh, I'm getting paid X amount a month. And then, oh, shit, I've just had most of that gone to, to taxes. But they are really important, especially in this country, because we are able to fund the NHS. And that's, that's really, really important. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I stand on, on, on taxes. That's kind of, kind of short, but I mean, you, we get sent the letter in the post once a year saying exactly where the breakdown of taxation is going to go. Um, and that, you know, that's, that's pretty useful. I mean, we don't, I don't know how accurate that is because it could be a bunch of bullshit, but, um, at least they're telling you something with us, the taxes, they come out um you like you have like sales tax as well and things like that right like yeah no we've got value added tax that kind of that gets but the the thing that i've noticed it gets added on to the actual price so when you see a ticket in a in a in a supermarket saying it's one pound fifty for a bar of chocolate or whatever you're paying that at the checkout it's not that surprise and no and then yeah when, when you're in the states or in canada you think, oh my god, it's seventy cents for this bar of chocolate. You take it to the the till of the checkout. It's actually one dollar thirty or whatever. It's, yeah. fuck, it's not as cheap as, as I thought it was, but yeah. And it but makes everything it kind of yeah. It. I'm sorry for cutting you off. What were you saying? That's right. Oh yeah, it makes it even more confusing when tax is very per state. So it's like that piece of chocolate may be a dollar in one state, but three dollars in another. You know what I mean? So. And then all right. But, but the, the, the one the one thing that I've I've seen um, kind of as an observer of of the U.S. is the legalization of of cannabis, and I know a lot of people in the U.K. <laughs> Nick's a big fan of that. Everybody, um, I know um, a lot of people within the U.K. are kind of seeing these various states legalizing it, and the amount of good in various different aspects it can do. And the one major one is the taxation of that product and the, where that money goes within, within the system. So I would say if we were able to catch up with, you know, the states that have kind of, le- I mean, you've seen, I saw Oregon a couple of weeks ago legalized pretty much fucking everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. So 
it's I don't know it's, a case of, it's, it's kind of like a case of when now for us because we've seen I mean you, I mean you guys can probably go into a little bit deeper of the, the, the kind of like the taxation of, of cannabis and where it goes but for, in my opinion I see it being spent on the police uh, healthcare you know mental well-being and rehabilitation schools all that kind of stuff so I'm assuming a lot of that money does go back into those kind of systems. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in my humble opinion, I think it should go ahead and just become a nationwide, like legal practice to, to sell those things. And I, I think that I, like, this is me being very utilitarian here. We could use those, those incoming tax dollars to relieve ourselves from our national debt. I don't know if you're familiar with the U S is debt, but it is, astronomical it's in the trillions right yeah yeah it, yes especially with this year oh boy that shit oh, yeah it's, like that's yeah. that's stupid money yeah like and and you know people are gonna do their vices regardless of law so yeah, i don't yeah. see why we don't cash in on that well that's a very good point to mention i mean i like myself don't partake in uh any cannabis related activities but i do I, i'm i'm i actually look at it as a good thing i mean if, if that if if, yeah. if you're using it for rec, like recreational purposes or yeah. and, it, and it helps you like it mentally helps you which i find that in specifically today's society a lot of people are overstressed over have a over anxiety a lot of different mental health issues and that this substance cannabis helps you mentally then I'm all for it. Now, speaking of the gradual legalization of it, I think that, um, I think that it's, I think that it's a, a good and bad thing. I think it's good because it forces, it gives people a natural understanding of where things are going as opposed to forcing it on people so like i know a lot of people that aren't for cannabis and don't want it to be legalized but yeah like the slower the process is and the more time and time again these critics are proven wrong the more they'll realize eventually that it is a good and healthy thing for some people right yeah absolutely, um, absolutely. it's a bad thing because it, it takes such a long time like it, it, it takes such a fucking long time, especially in very conservative states where they don't really look at that thing as, as, as such a positive thing. So, yeah, and I, I would say as well, like once you once you start to legalize things, you're able to really control the, the manufacturer of it, because when something's illegal, the the manufacturers don't give a shit what they put into it. So they'll put you know chemicals and what you were saying about it helping you mentally when you've got an illegal manufacturer making it that the stuff they put in there could, could like exacerbate your anxiety and or your depression and, and things like that which is which is what you see a lot in this country because it's it's fantastically illegal and, and it's all made kind of underground and it's a lot of it is shit i mean i don't partake but it's kind of what you it's what you hear yeah. um and I think if you do legalize it, you're able to control the manufacturer and then you're able to, you know, provide more jobs. And, you know, that's, that's even more t taxation money. And it's just, it's, I see it as an inherently good thing. 
because it makes with so that, much sense. With like with legalizing, you go through and you alleviate some of the stressors put on the incarceration system. Well, that that was my that was yeah. that was another really big, a huge, huge point that I that you know I you forgot to mention is like you have a vast quantity of people sitting in prison that do not need to be there. Right. Like, do not yeah. need to be there for selling like a. I mean, in the in the big like scope of things, a very small amount to a person that needed to smoke a little bit of weed like that. There's nothing you shouldn't be sitting behind bars for. Some of these cases are like 10, 15 years. Like what? What? That's that a drag on on our tech system. Yeah, like and that does that. What? That just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right? So, like, like, I mean, I, I I personally believe that prisons should be utilized for incarcerating people of uh violent crimes and um and maybe like bad business uh practices yeah 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 uh more dubious devious evil yeah times not this dude sold this guy a bunch of plants he's gonna go to his house and smoke and not hurt anybody and probably pass out on his couch after he eats like two pizzas yeah yeah exactly like that's stupid yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see where it takes. I mean, it, it looks like, I mean, specifically speaking about here in the States, it is slowly starting to become a legalized substance. Like you, you mentioned beforehand, Oregon, I know, I still don't really know how to feel about this because this transcends just marijuana. It starts getting into other things that I don't necessarily agree yeah. with, but uh, but we'll see how it affects uh I mean, everything. We'll see how it affects society, yeah. how it affects some, like, uh, just... Uh, so, yeah, Oregon's kind of the test ground. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're the beta. That's it, yeah. They, 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 I mean, that's brave. I think kind of going statewide or something like that is, is really brave. And, I mean, Oregon's not small by, by any stretch of the, of, of the imagination. But I think the fact that they're seeing it as a health issue rather than a criminal issue is the, the fantastic starting point point not not just america but the world over because it should be seen as a as a as a health issue because then you can like as you mentioned nick about the kind of using the ta taxations for the criminality side of it putting people in jail that's way more expensive than giving someone so like a like hospital hospitalizing someone or whatever like that's it's so much cheaper and then you know the counseling that comes with that and it, it's yeah it just makes so much more sense in that in that in that respect well i want to i want to lighten the mood up a little bit because we went pretty deep into this uh so this is something that i i find may or may not be a misconception uh so please shed some light on the subject matter of london underground is it a black market what well, is in the what, what the what is in the London Underground? London Underground is a network of subway systems to make it to, to Americanify it for for you for you lovely gentlemen. You're saying it's the subway. It's the subway. Literally, the, subway. <laughs> the London Underground is is the subway. I tell you what, I've lived in London my entire life, apart from going to university. But you know, I've lived in London my entire life. The London Underground system. It has its flaws um, at times, but 
it's fucking awesome. It's so so good. It, it, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, there are days when it's really shit, and you're thinking, "Fuck!" But it's ultimately it's brilliant. For the longest time, I thought London Underground was some sort of black market where you could go and buy some fucking kidneys. I mean, yeah. you probably in some in some dark corners of London Underground stations, I'm sure you probably could buy a kidney or something like that. If you, okay, if you know the right people and you know where to look, maybe. So, so yeah. Yeah, generally London. it is just a network of, of of subway systems it gets you from oh god like the the oh, every corner of london is pretty much connected near enough with with a london underground system okay it's, it's brilliant thank you for really. like <laughs> it is oh. not as uh, an evil of a thing as i may have assumed yeah i mean it's it can be it's quite expensive but still pretty good <laughs> All right. Well, um, kind of keeping with the theme of the, you know, more light, you know, light hearted approach to, you know, speaking, right? Like, uh, I want to kind of, uh, since you are in the, um, I don't know if I could even say like, kind of, is it, would it be the music industry or would it be like, uh, ask him if it's okay if he says he's in yeah. the music industry. So, okay. So he says, I, I am in. I'm in the music industry. So, so because of that, I kind of wanted, and I'm really heavy into a lot of uh, UK kind of sounds and stuff like that. Um, let's talk. Let's okay. let's talk. Uh, let's talk UK grime. Let's talk UK mu- like music in general. What do you think of Skepta? Man, it's what do not you hot. Think of, uh, I'm gonna need another beer. I very seldom leave the table during an interview, but I'm. You, I'm do you have a? these i have six of these well i had six of these until you decided to hop on my fucking gravy train i bought you your beer all right we'll have this discussion uh this this off guy record. this this guy it's must be to. must be nice you know must be nice to just have your own personal slave <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're not drinking the uh the pink the pink cider theme yeah. that was lovingly bought for you by by then he put it on the ground. He just listen, me like listen, that. listen, listen. I appreciate your gesture, but I was not expecting you to get me some red tinted uh, beverage for this for this podcast. I I, wa- <laughs> I wanted something a little bit more low key, you know. 